0: everyone welcome to the goodwill meditation group webinar as many of you know we hold this webinar on the last wednesday of every month um, the goodwill meditation group itself uh, the meditation is usually on every Wednesday, but for, the, for this webinar, we have it on uh, once a month. My name is Doug Dibble, and I work from the London Centre. And today, I'm going to be joined after the meditation by my colleague from Geneva, Minsa van de Velde, who's going to share some thoughts on an event that place in uh, during world interfaith harmony week which i believe is uh, it takes place every year uh in the first week of february and it's a, that's a un um designation the world interfaith harmony week and the uh, our geneva office sponsored a side event which took place in connection with the un offices in geneva so i mentioned that the goodwill meditation group it's a group that meditates every week every wednesday at noon they focus upon the energy of goodwill and the group aims to Stimulate and strengthen the goodwill that is expressed by humanity as a whole. <clears throat> so This webinar um, exists to provide a place for people to come together to use the goodwill meditation to join in this uh, group activity which takes place every week and to discuss the work of sharing goodwill in many different ways. Many of you will be familiar with, with the definition of goodwill as love in action, and it exists in all human relationships that carry a note of loving intention. It's a positive, a dynamic energy, and it can be consciously used for the betterment of humanity, all the kingdoms of nature and the planet. In essence, goodwill is the name we give the energy of divine will as it is expressed through human relationship. The potency of this energy can overcome all separating forces, and it has the potential to transform every aspect of our societies. It redeems, it unifies, and it reveals the essential goodness which underlies all phenomena. The existence of goodwill is evidence of the link between humanity, the spiritual hierarchy and the divine. So with these thoughts in mind, let's now move into our meditation. Before we begin, let's recall that we are sharing this effort with thousands of other people of goodwill, and realize that we're working today essentially as souls. And as such, we have telepathic rapport with all souls. And we remember that energy follows thought and recognize that meditation is not a passive reflective form of devotion but a positive creative use of the mind actively linking inner and outer thus we are using our creative imaginations to see ourselves at one with all beings and all with all that is progressive spiritual and working for human welfare and right human relations so now, now we link up in thought with all people throughout the world who are working with this goodwill meditation We reflect upon the fact of relationship, the great planetary fact. We relate to our families. Our... the nations of which we are an integral part the world of nations, and finally, our relation to the one humanity made up of all peoples and races and nations. We use the Mantram of Unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart the spiritual hierarchy of saints rishis bodhisattvas and masters who are honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups Imagine that you are standing together within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ, and other faiths have other names for the one at the center, such as Maitreya, the Imamadi, and the Kalki Avatar. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active. use the affirmation. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the spiritual hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving and harmonious human relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships, thereby restoring peace on earth. Realize that you're helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems and healing all differences, differences and cleavages. linked in thought with people of goodwill all over the world, we say together the great invocation, with deliberation and full commitment to its meaning, radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the point of light, From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Now I'd like to invite um, Minser to reveal himself (laughs) and it's over to you, Minser. Thank you,
1: Dominic, and hello everybody. Uh, Thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to share some thoughts um, about this event which we organized in this webinar. Uh, This year, as Dominic mentioned in the introduction, uh, Trust and World Goodwill in Geneva uh, in the framework of the NGO alliance uh, sponsored the organization of a so-called side event at the World Interface Harmony Week. I would like to take the opportunity today uh, of this webinar to talk about three things. First, what does World Goodwill do at the United Nations in Geneva? And what is the NGO alliance? And second, what is the World Interface Harmony Week? And third, how did the event which we sponsored uh, go? As you may know, <coughs> Lucis Trust is a registered Uh, NGO, a non-governmental organization on the roster of the United Nations, an NGO with consultative status on the Economic and Social Council of the UN. This implies that we may assist at a large number of meetings at the UN, but without the right to vote. In most UN meetings, normally larger NGOs can and do make statements to make their voice heard, and sometimes, if we feel it to comply with our vision and ethical standards, we add our signature to such a statement. We also are working together with other NGOs, normally with some kind of a spiritual signature. To that end, we participate in the NGO Alliance on Global Concerns and Values, an association of NGOs with ECOSOC status at the UN and working together here in Geneva. It is similar to the Spiritual Caucus and the Committee of Spiritual, uh, on Spirituality Values and Global Concerns working with the UN in New York. We work here together with, for example, Brahma Kumaris, the Institute of Planetary Synthesis, Global Ecovillage Network, uh, Gaia Education, LDS Charities, Sokaka International, Make Mothers Matter, and many others. The NGO Alliance normally meets each month at the Palais des Nations, But now, of course, with the COVID-19 crisis, we started meeting through Zoom, as there are no physical meetings allowed for NGOs uh, at the moment. The aim of the NGO Alliance is to be an umbrella organization for NGOs in order to find their way within the UN system. Over the years, several site events have been organized at the Palais des Nations, through the cooperation of several member NGOs. And this year, we sponsored the organization of a side event in the framework of the World Interface Harmony Week under the title, Uplifting Leadership, Inspiring, Empowering, Inclusive. It was a one-hour Zoom event with two speakers to not overload the program. We also organize a monthly meditation at the UN, thus continuing a tradition of several decades, which was started years ago by a number of spiritually oriented co workers at the UN in Geneva. Again, due to the COVID 19 crisis, these meditations have been temporarily suspended. Uh, but as of March, we will resume these meditations through Zoom. And of course, we intend to meet again as soon as the physical conditions will allow. Now, what is the World Interface Harmony Week? The World Interface Harmony Week was first proposed at the UN General Assembly on September 23rd in 2010 by His Majesty King Abdullah II of Jordan. On October the 20th of that year, It was unanimously adopted by the UN, and henceforth, as Dominic mentioned, the first week of February will be observed as a World Interface Harmony Week. The World Interface Harmony Week is based on the pioneering work of what is called the Common Word Initiative, which started in 2007. And this initiative called for Muslim and Christian leaders to engage in a dialogue based on two common fundamental religious commandments. Love of God and love of the neighbor. The World Interface Harmony Week extended these two commandments by adding love of the good instead of love of God. Love of the good and love of the neighbor. This formula includes all people of goodwill. It includes those of faith and those with no faith at all. The World Interface Harmony Week provides a platform uh, where all interface groups and other groups of goodwill can show the world the power of their movement. The thousands of events by these groups often go unnoticed not only by the general public, but also by other groups themselves. This week will allow for these groups to become aware of each other and strengthen the movement by building ties and avoiding duplication of each other's efforts. We live in a world where information is offered through digital equipment, but at the same time, Algorithms focus that information on what we want to hear and eliminate what we don't want to hear, often without us realizing this bias and thus producing polarization and separation. It is hoped that the World Interface Harmony Week will provide a focal point from which all people of goodwill can recognize that the common values they hold. Far outweigh the differences, the differences they have, and thus provide a strong doses of peace and harmony to their communities. To put this in a more modern perspective, World Goodwill has recently published a booklet which you can find on the website, World, Reli- World Religion in a New Era. In the introduction, you can read, and I quote, The booklet was originally published under the title, The New World Religion. This phrase, which appears a number of times throughout the text, is not intended to describe the emergence of a new institution or organization, but rather a new universal approach of the religious spirit, centered around three fundamental truths. The existence of a spiritual hierarchy, approaching divinity through the science of invocation and evocation. And the starry heavens and planets are manifestations of great spiritual lives. End of quote. Even though the truly religious spirit is more fundamentally alive today than at any previous time, the scope of the World Interface Harmony Week doesn't even come close to any of these three fundamental truths. Yet it is a platform bringing together many faiths, but as but also many interface groups, thus providing a basis to build upon. Apart from the World Interface Harmony Week, there are of course plenty of other, Uh, projects and initiatives, of which I just want to mention one. In Berlin, in Germany, the House of One is a building project of 47 million euro, consisting of a Christian church, a Muslim mosque, and a Jewish synagogue, all three linked by a big central hall. The first stone of this four-year building project will be late the 27th of May of this year. The idea is to bring together Christians, Muslims, and Jews, but also people of no faith whatsoever, uh, uh, and to organize uh, discussions, events, and other manifestations. Stressing the inclusion of people of no faith, one of the founders of the project said, East Berlin is a very secular place. Religious institutions have to find new language and ways to be relevant and to make connections. And finally, how did the event which we organized go? The Zoom was organized by a team of LDS charities, one of the NGOs we work together with, in the USA and in Brussels. There were two speakers, a Professor Madsen, a professor in leadership and coaching from Utah in the USA, and May East, a sustainability educator, social innovator, and UNITAR fellow from Finthorn in Scotland. The event was supposed to be recorded, but the bad news is that the organizers forgot to hit the recording button. I hope that this event is recorded. It was a lively discussion with very good insights from both speakers. With respect to the word empowerment, empowerment, which was in the title, May East preferred the concept of enablement, making things possible to emerge rather than to empower. And considering inclusiveness, May raised the question, who is to include who? When May East would visit a community as an educator, then that community had to include her in their community rather than the other way around. May also brought up the concept of an edge worker, a bridge between a dying old world and an emerging new world. We stand with one fruit in the old world, which we know so well, but which is dying and fading away. And we stand with another fruit in the new world, which we want to help emerge. Between the conservatives in the old world and the idealists in the new world, we have the edge workers, those who actively build the bridge between these two worlds, which is of course a very excellent description of the new group of World servers. To conclude, a general note of the discussion of that event was that to be a leader, an uplifting leader, you don't need to be the president or prime minister of a country or a nation. Uplifting leaders are to be found in all ranks of lives, in the family, local community, and even in your own neighborhood. And with that, I want to conclude my my thoughts with, to share with you. That's wonderful.
0: Thank Thank you very much, Mensa. Um. So now it's over to our participants, our audience. If anyone would like to make a comment, to or put something in the chat, um, or if you would like to um, say say something, um, you can raise your hand and we can unmute you. Unmute you. Um, now I already see a couple of comments in the chat. Um, here is one from Matthew Martin, <clears throat> a global leader cooperates with others and encourages all people and all organizations to realize the responsibility for helping to build a more cooperative, peaceful, caring, fair and just world for everyone. A global leader is a bold proponent for a healthy, healthy and sustainable global environment global peace and security, human rights and equal civil rights, health and education, and economic assistance for needy, communi- needy, needy communities. Uh, I think, I see Mintz is nodding, I'm nodding too. Those, those all sound like <clears throat> excellent um, qualifications for global leaders, whether it's in the field of interfaith or religion or elsewhere. Mensa, do, do you have any further thoughts?
1: Um, no, well, I, I would, of course, fully agree with, uh, with what was Matthew was saying or putting in the chat. I, I just want to, um, to extend that to what I said in my conclusion. Uh, a global leader doesn't need to be a leader of a, of a, of a country or a nation. We, I mean you and I and everybody who is participating in this webinar, can also be a leader at his own level in his own community, in the family, or in even in your nation, if you climb Heimer. up. But I fully agree with what what is said there.
0: Well, one thing that occurred to me uh, just. Uh towards the end of, your, of what you were saying uh, uh, about the role of leaders in interfaith work and how it's, it's part of the importance of that kind of um particular field if you like is is being publicly seen to participate in events of this kind you're know, being publicly pu- publicly connecting yourself with Interfaith Harmony Week or uh, publicly you know being seen on the news as participating with other faith leaders um, in different uh, environments. Um, I'm thinking of the way for example that people like the Dalai Lama or the current Pope will be seen communicating um, with other with leaders of other faiths. Were there any actual faith leaders? Do you know if there were other faith leaders involved in the specific events around World Interfaith Harmony Week um, well, at, at Geneva?
1: Well, I, in Geneva, I don't know. Uh, we we organised a side event, and um, mm-hmm. um, we didn't. We were not involved too much in the the event uh, at the UN. Also, because it, it this year it um, it was a Zoom event, as you can imagine, even high-level uh, delegates have no right to come uh, to the to the Palais. And okay, uh, participating in a Zoom event uh, of a whole week um, that would stretch a little bit too much. Uh, but I uh, there's just one remark I would like to make, and that's uh, last year. Um, and probably you may have picked it up because it did make the headlines of the newspapers, the Pope and the leader of the um, Orthodox uh, Church, as well as the Pope and the leader of, I think it was the Muslim, a very big Muslim organization, did really talk together. And now you may say, okay, does that make headlines? Yes, it does, because it means that these leaders really talk to each other you hear much more in the news, things which go bad. I mean, if there are a fight between religions or if uh, uh, religious communities are suppressed, which are of course, very serious and bad things that makes the headlines. And it looks like all these religions are fighting with each other. But at the same time, as I just mentioned, this one initiative in Berlin, which is a magnificent initiative, it brings all these people together. And that's a bit the, the the aim of this Interface Harmony Week um, to show okay there is another story and of course um, as I also said in my introduction the the way we we obtain news is pretty filtered and pretty biased uh, so it is difficult to get this out in in the wider public but at the same time I'd, and there, this webinar is a platform to share. That there are also other movements or other uh, initiatives going on, and I see that
0: um, Steve Steve Samsung um, has put a, a whole raft of links in one in the chat for people to investigate, uh, which tell you more about World Interfaith Harmony Week and the UN observances of it, and the United. It looks like the United Religion initiative was also involved as well um so if people are interested in exploring that you can click on those links and i i I was particularly um interested in what you said about the that uh building in berlin which is available not just to The the three religions, but also to people of no faith. It reminds me that, you know, that there have been, uh, particularly in London, I think, that there have been efforts to have services which are secular, they're humanist um, services, but they recognize people's need for ritual, people's need for community and connection. And I think it's very interesting to have a space where religions and people like that could meet and mingle and discuss what what it is about the religious f- worldview or the humanist worldview that's important uh, and to uh, focus upon values such as goodwill um, in that context. And it, it, one would hope uh, that... Uh, this building in Berlin could be the first of many.
1: Who who knows? Yes, uh, maybe there are already, but we simply don't know If This I just picked this up a, a week ago in in the Guardian, the newspaper, which okay is just one of them, but it it may it did make it to the to the newspapers. I can but I can very well imagine that there are already plenty of these. Um, buildings you were talking about london i think that the time where people would fight uh, with each other even on on philosophical or spiritual uh, doctrines or concepts that time is over Um, many many of so-called goodwill organizations would uh, a century ago would still say, well, we are the best and the others are, are good, but not so good as we. And now I think that time is really over and the time for all uh, these groups, interface groups or spiritual groups is to work together, which doesn't mean that they all have to have the same color. No, everyone should keep his own color and his own specific, uh, specific work, but that doesn't mean that we have to find each other and we are much stronger when we work together.
0: One thing that I wondered about, uh, uh, Mince, uh, you mentioned that um, the Geneva group is in the past has held uh, monthly meditations at the, is it at that
1: Palais de Nation or is it? Oh, that's good that you mentioned it. It's not the Geneva group itself. We did always participate in these meditations. These meditations exist for, for several decades Mm-hmm. And they would come to, they were organized by some uh, spiritually oriented people at the UN itself. And then I'm talking about 30 years ago, even somebody like uh, Robert Muller, a prominent uh, figure of the UN, when he was in Geneva, he would participate uh, in, um, uh, in these meditations. For those who don't know Robert Mueller, he's one of the founders of the University for Peace. Uh, and really um, a, a man with a, a bright vision. Um, later on, I'm now here about nine years or so in Geneva, and gradually we were getting more involved um, in these meditations. So basically it's now more we who are organizing these, these meditations and they go you know, up and down. Sometimes we have 10 people sometimes less. But still, there are always uh, some people who participate in these meditations. And I think it's a good, a good thing to know um, that, that gives me also the opportunity to, to talk a little bit about the meditation room in the UN in New York, which mm-hmm. is really an excellent room, and which is cannot be claimed by any face whatsoever. All face can come there and even people with no face, they can come to that same room. And so that's an excellent example of also an interface uh, project. And uh, we will have uh, another room here, a similar room here in Geneva, although it's not quite clear whether it will be as public as the one in New York. Um, is, are the um,
0: Baha'i also involved in the group? Because I know that they are people who are very focused on the United Nations. Are they involved in Geneva? Sure, yes, they are there too, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been quite a few comments. Um, one of them, uh, some somebody asked um, what there was the name of the booklet that uh, that Mince was referring to? And I'm just going to put that, that link to the booklet.
1: Uh, yes, it is on the website.
0: And let me just uh, let me see. Oop, there we go. So in the chat now, there's a link to the booklet which Mince mentioned. Um, World religion in a new era. Um, and again, as as he said, it's it's not about the foundation of a new institution. It's about the creation of a new spirit or a new attitude, if you like, to religion and the importance of uh, the spiritual in people's lives. And I think that in a sense, we have to transition from a Piscean attitude mm. to religion to an Aquarian attitude. And it's an interesting question that what that means uh, and how, uh, how we can find a a way into this new way of connecting with the divine that's more of a kind of, that has more individual initiative behind it and is also more group focused. Um, Is is there anything you'd like to say about that? Or does anyone else have any any contributions? And please bear in mind you can also raise your hand and ask to
1: speak. Well, I, I think you were absolutely right that we are in a transition period uh, and um, maybe things are going faster than, than we, we imagine. Um, there, there are so many projects going on. I mean, I, there was one question, how can you participate in that World Harmony Interface Week? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this time as we were organizing an event uh, there is a website of them, and I think Steve has put uh, the website on. If you log in, you need to log into that, but that's quite easy. If you look at that, and you go into that website, there is really, there were thousands of events organized worldwide. I mean, not, not only here in Geneva, but also in New York, and even elsewhere in the world, uh, just to participate uh, in, in that week. So that means... As you said, in, in the Piscean age, everybody would stay with his own vision uh, and not look too much around. Mm-hmm. Now we have a platform also because of, of the, and that's the good thing of the internet, uh, through all these uh, digital uh, possibilities, uh, people all over the world can get in touch with each other. And that's really happening. And that will have its result. Mm-hmm. As you know, energy full of thought Uh, And as we we mentioned in in one of the, in the booklet, the the process of invocation, and evocation, it's one of the basic mechanisms, how things evolve. Uh, And you do see actually, if you, if you look at it from another, uh, another perspective, a little bit behind the phenomena, you do see it, it, it working and that gives hope that gives hope also for the, not for the long future. But even for the near future.
0: Uh, somebody has just commented um, in the chat. Uh, Regina Jenny uh, has said there's a house, a religion in, in Bern, which is five religions in one building. So, <laughs> that's in Bern. Yes. Um, okay, well,
1: I should go there. <laughs> yes. uh, sounds like a, a a little day trip for you. Yeah, it's not too far <laughs> from Geneva. Thanks for sharing that. But you see, the there are there are beautiful projects. Um, <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And I think one of the the other interesting things. I mean, obviously, the situation of the world at the moment means that physical meetings have become much more difficult and the churches have innovated um, and uh, churches and synagogues and uh, have found ways to hold their services online and obviously it's not quite the same and we we all know that, that that actually the meeting of people together has that etheric component which helps ground energies and circulate energies in 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 very important ways However, at the same time, the internet has allowed this flourishing of group meditations online as well. It's allowed the, the people to do more of this sort of thing to do, and to and to reach out more widely. Um, so it's, there is a sense of a ferment of change in the air about spirituality and how it can be implemented I suppose is one word for it how it can be manifest so um, I'm just looking to see if there are any but there are a few more comments um, Sam Jones has says if you paint a canvas with one colour you still only have a canvas with nothing on it, it takes diversity of colour to create a Our faith to create a true picture. Absolutely, that's right. We don't want uniformity. (laughs) Um, And this is an interesting one from Nina Ryan. Um, She says The future of the UN depends on their being able to reach the hearts and minds of more people to do the impossible. And break into the news stream. <laughs> um, hmm.
1: It's a, it's a big, it's a big question um, about the future of the UN. Um, to my mind, um, there, there is a lot of. Uh, I mean, we are here at the UN. We can participate, as I indicated uh, in Geneva. We can participate at the UN, and uh, mm-hmm. we normally go to. To events or or meetings which do have something to do with goodwill, uh, but sometimes we, we, we drop into a meeting which is really you know political, and there is a lot of talk et cetera et cetera. However, most of the people who work at the UN really want to work for a better world, and of course many of them always say when they respond to criticism on the UN, yes, it's true, there is a lot of things going wrong, but what do we have better than the UN? Do we have another better system? So the, the, the bottom line of that is we don't. And the only thing we can do is improve on the UN instead of, uh, it's good that there is criticism, but at the same time, it's the only place where people meet be, because remember a, a century ago, people would go with their army from one county to the other and they would fight their, their fights on the battleground. Now we are fighting them. And even though it isn't top and, and as we would like it, but we do fight them on, on, the, on the table. And I know the security council and all that. It isn't perfect, and it should be. And all, everybody is convinced about it that it has to be reformed. Mm-hmm. But okay, then, and I'm pretty confident in the, that in the future these reforms, as you said, we go from a Piscean age to an Aquarian age. Those kind of energies will also flow into the the into, into the UN.
0: And I think it's it's definitely. I've I've perceived um, in my time working with the UN that that their ability to communicate, going back to what Nina was saying about breaking into the news stream, their ability to communicate, their ability to um, make their message more potent and more available is improving. And, uh, for example, they, they are adopting some of the methods and, and the techniques of uh, modern communications and of marketing and so on. Uh, and all organisations, to some extent, need to do that. It's, it's kind of a response to the, the seventh ray, if you like, of organisation coming in and everyone is learning how to find ways to ground energies more effectively. Yeah. Um, And Matthew Martin, he says, if all religions and religious people, including all spiritual groups, were to demand governments to end war and create peace in the world, then the whole world would change. So the question is, how do we... Interfaith Harmony is about finding ways to make that coordinated
1: action, I suppose, at least part of it. Yes, and once again, it all starts... At your own level. I mean, I I, I fully agree with that that statement. And uh, people think that the government is somewhere out there, but actually each government is the reflection of the people it is supposed to represent. And uh, again, so people can participate in it or they can not. So if we people of goodwill want to spread more goodwill in the world, Mm -hmm. I think that's very well possible.
0: A very good place to to, to end there, I think. Um, so, it's... We'll just end... We'll sound together the mantram of the new group of world servers and uh, with one orm and then we will conclude. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work Through self forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Thank you, everyone, again for your participation and hope to see you and hear you next month. Until then, good night.